Hey everyone, welcome back to Empowered Life Ministries podcast. It is Wednesday, September the 20th, 2023, and we're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber, and we are so grateful that you are tuning in with us today. We have been on our study of what does it mean to rest in God, and we are, I think, finally getting on the home stretch of this. Um, it has just been one of the best things. We've had so many wonderful comments about it and people saying that it's just been uh, something that they have needed to hear. And the last few days, we have been in a set of scriptures, Philippians 4, 6, uh, I think it's 6 through 8 or 6 through 9. And this is one of my favorite scriptures. I know David Eliff is probably going to, uh, <laughs> he's going to rag me about saying that because it is. It's one of those scriptures that really means something to me. And we're going to kind of focus on Philippians 4 and 8 today. Hopefully we'll get through the whole, uh, well, we won't get through the whole scripture, but we'll start on it. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. <clears throat> I want to, I'll read uh in the King James Version, I'll read Philippians 4 and 8, but then I'm going to go back with some thoughts I've got out of that, uh, and then we'll go forward from there. But Philippians 4 and 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think. On these things. <laughs> the Word of God tells you how to think. That's right. So one of the thoughts that came to me reading that verse, and I just put it down in my notes, is where we keep our thoughts determines what kind of fruit manifests in our life. And remember out of Proverbs, it said, as man thinks, you know, so, so is So is he, yes. So I, w- I want you to think about this for just a moment. You know, good influence in our life, the Scripture tells us, uh, as iron sharpens iron, mm-hmm. right? Uh, somebody, somebody that's after the things of God and your fellowship with them, and uh, you're sharpening one another by that fellowship. Well, I believe the same thing happens on the other side of that. If we keep bad company, I think bad company will cause our sword to be dulled because the influence of others helps shape our thinking also. Absolutely, and I think yes. we, get, we need yes. to be careful because where to put our thinking, you know. And I think that it causes us to have a dull a sword. You know, we're not we're not able to pierce darkness. We're not able to cut through the things. Our sword gets dulled by the bad influence and the thoughts that cause confusion within us. And that that happens a lot also with our our children and in and, and our youth because they are so influenced by what they hear. And so I, I just think it's just very important that we even watch what they hear, what they listen to, uh, because that negative thought line, it, if it gets developed early, it's hard to break. Well, the little songs we used to sing with kids, you know, to help train them in it, be careful little eyes what you see, be mm-hmm. careful little ears what you hear, you know, they're gateways to our soul. Yes, they are. what they are. And they, you know, and that our soul is our mind, will, and emotions. So it starts, it starts trickling in to all those things to where it, in our mind, in our will, and in our mm-hmm. emotional makeup, those things are affected by that. Yeah, and I will say this. There's two very powerful books that we have read in the last little bit that have really helped to shape this thinking. One of those is by Dr. Caroline Leaf called Switch on Your Brain. And she's a neuroscientist 
who is using the thought process to be able to help you change the thought process and to heal the way you think. And what she does, uh, you know, I think what was the comment you made the other day? She's what she did is she married the science and the word of God. And I thought that was so powerful. And you know what she did through this entire book, there's so much scripture in it. And it's not an easy read. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not an easy but, read know, at one, all. One of her statements in that book was, though, is that science was finally starting to catch up with the Bible. Amen. Yeah. And I appreciate that about her. But in reading that book, it it immediately reminds me of this scripture because uh, the Apostle Paul is trying to help them to, to develop a thought life that is the same characteristic of Christ. Absolutely. And, you know, just going with what I was sharing here about iron sharpens iron and your soul could, uh, or your sword could get dulled also, Proverbs 13 and 20 says, if you want to grow in wisdom, spend time with the wise, walk with the wicked, and you'll eventually become just like them. Yes. You know, and I think that's that true. in Matthew, <clears throat> I can't remember right now exactly where it was, but in Matthew, he says, he told them, instructed the disciples, take no thought saying. Mm-hmm. because the, the things you say frames the world you live in, okay? So, I mean, we need to speak wisdom, and we need, if our thoughts are going to be aligned right, it'll, it'll change everything about our life. In the Amplified Bible in Isaiah 26 and 3, he said, you will keep in perfect peace, and uh, excuse me, you will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. And what he's really saying in that, think about that for just a second, a perfect and a constant peace, that is an ongoing thing. And what he says is the one who has this mindset that's totally committed and focused on the Lord. And that focus... Uh, you know, you think about it. I, you know, I think about even a set of binoculars. Mm-hmm. They have, a, they're great. It's a great tool. But if you don't know how to use that and you don't know how to put something into focus, that becomes completely useless to you. But if you, it's the same way with the Word of God. If you don't know how to put those things into practice and get focused on how the Lord wants you to think, it's not going to do you any good. You can you can quote that scripture all day long, but if your mind is working against you in that the entire time, it's not going to bring about any benefit. Right, and and to me it goes along with what we read at the very beginning with. Philippians 4 and 8. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. Because in that, he's telling us how to think. Well, we look at that in Scripture with Isaiah 26 and 3, and you talked about that perfect and constant peace, but it's to the one whose mind, the King James says, is stayed on you. Yes. You know, so where our thoughts are determines how our character's going to be. It determines what actions we're going to take. All of those things, the way we're going to look at other people, Yes. You know, the scripture yes. tells us to judge in righteousness, you know, so all those things, the way we see and or the way we think determines what we establish within us. And I, I want to finish, I want to close this part out today as we're, we're speaking about that, because the end of Isaiah 26 and 3 says, this is why he does it, because he trusts and takes refuge in you, talking about the Lord. 
There it is again. That state of trust will put your heart in the right place to think correctly. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow going a little bit further with this. You have a great day. God bless.